yo, check this out. My name is Ezra Hill, and right now, I'm introducing you to my podcast. It's called Hill of Beans. It's a podcast about nothing and everything. My co-host Casey and I are going to be breaking down life from the perspective of two Midwestern middle-aged minds. We're not experts, just ordinary everyday people like you trying to navigate this vessel called life. These waters can get rough. Our goal is to help keep you on course without having to abandon ship. So, I hope you'll enjoy our episodes. You just might find them inadvertently interesting and informative. And hopefully it'll amount to more than a hill of beans. Welcome back to the Hill of Beans podcast show. Where you might think this is a podcast about porn, but it's not. It is absolutely not. It happened again. (laughs) Uh, I know. Like, again, again. Like, after I told you... Mm. Then it happened again. Again? <laughs> yes. What uh, was this one about? Well, I don't want to go into any details. So was this it's on our page? graphic. On our hill of beans? Yes. Uh, and for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, some people keep, I'm assuming hacked profiles keep going on our Facebook page and posting porn stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're not sure what's going on there, but obviously we can't prevent it. No, we can't. Um I got a message from one of our um, admins and said, so I don't know if you saw what he saw, but he saw something and he hurried up and deleted it. And what he said was that this, there was this chick and she was showing her boobs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Is that what you saw? Uh, I don't remember. Okay. The last, did we talk about it on our last recording? Mm, yeah, we talked about. The, okay. Well, uh, since then I've deleted two. And oh. if you're saying one of our admins delete one, that's makes three. Three. Uh, so do you think it's because we're a podcast about everything and nothing? <laughs> and so they're like, well, well, apparently they want to make it about something. Uh huh. They're like, are you guys going to include this? We're not. We are absolutely Ple- not. They're like, please talk about boobs and porn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, actually, we could talk about porn as an episode. I- <laughs> Well, um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, that's an interesting topic for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we'll hit on that. Yeah, especially. And, I mean, it'll probably make you know those listeners that keep posting this <laughs> outlandish sexual content on our page happy. <laughs> so we'll let them know what we think about porn um, on another yeah, episode. When I <clears throat> when it happens, and I go and I look at the profile, it's. It looks like usually when I look at the profile, it's either like one that's just recently been made. So someone's trying to, uh, you know, bait people to click on it. Mm -hmm. And then I'm sure there's money involved or something. They're trying to suck you in to like to the dark world of porn. Yeah. Or if the profile doesn't look new, then it looks like someone's been hacked Mm -hmm. is what I think is going on. I mean, yeah. And we, we could start deleting those people. Well, whenever it happens, I go on and I hit block person and delete. Oh, good. Okay. So. I mean, we, we said we'd give them like two chances, but, you know, we can give them just none. Uh, well, if we're going to, when I do it, I delete and block. So if you get deleted and you were hacked or something and you want to come back, just send us an apology letter. Yeah. So, yeah right. And a hundred dollars. Yeah. Here. Everybody, you're going to get fined $100 if you post any porn on the Hill of Beans Facebook page. Yes. Okay. All right. So now you guys know. And and so today we're not talking about porn. 
Mm, not yet. <laughs> it's coming up real soon. I'm feeling it. What are we talking about today? We're going to talk about something that is just absolutely, there's there's a few Netflix um, series, not just on Netflix, but um, also on Prime that you and I have been watching. And it's, it, it is a, it revolved around cults. And today we're going to hit the topic of two documentaries that we think that you guys should absolutely sit down, get your popcorn and watch this because this shit gets legit crazy. That's crazy. Both, With both of these documentaries, C. right? Oh, pretty much any documentary I watch about a cult is fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, ha- like it, FUBAR. If they're defining it as a cult, there you go. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. So, um, we're yeah. So we'll start with the the first one, and we really do. We want you guys to to watch this um, because it. If you are a documentary person and and like to see what's going on in this crazy ass world, uh, well, you'll tap into something real crazy with these two. Um, the first one is the Twin Flames documentary. Oh yeah. Oh Twin yeah. Flames. So like when oh, I, you know, when I first turned on the TV and I came across, you know, I went to my documentary section and I saw Twin Flames, and I'm thinking, oh, it, you know, it's a love story, right? Mm. Your twin flame. Yeah. What did you think with that title? Um, I don't really remember. I don't remember if I stumbled upon it myself or if I, um, or if someone told me to watch it. I think someone told me to watch it is how I got involved with that one. Hmm. But it was. So you kind of already knew you were, you were getting into something. Yeah. And it just, um, it's another one of those, you know, yeah, it's another, it's a crazy one. I recommend watching it. Um, because it'll, you'll sit there and just scratch your head and be like, I can't believe people buy into this shit. Right. Right. And it's good to watch because, um, you need to keep an eye if you have kids and when they start getting older, um, and they're easily influenced by things, mm-hmm. um, you're going to want to keep an eye out for things like this. Mm-hmm. So to give our listeners an, like a, an intro to this, um, the, this documentary is based around two people, a male and female who became partners and they were in a relationship and their name is Jeff and Shayla. And I'm not even sure if I'm saying her name correct. That's not even her real name. P.S. She changed it. Um, these two fall in love and then decide that they are going to let everybody else around them know that they could absolutely have the same kind of love that they have. And they got really passionate about teaching people how to find their twin flame, because that's what they call each other, that they met their twin flame. So, you know, they start like doing, um, the YouTube channel and, and speaking about like, you know, this is how we work. This is how we found each other. And then they almost build the Bible to finding your twin flame, but it's not like the legit Bible. It's the Bible of the twin flame. Yeah. And when you say, well, when you earlier, you were talking about twin flame, that's sort of another name for soulmate basically Mm -hmm. is what they're saying. Yeah. So um, you know, they both hop on to this, they, they make it a business 
they, you know, but they're saying they're doing it all out of love and they get all of these followers and they're very, um, initially when you first start watching, they're very, um, uh, he's got a lot of charisma, right. And they're very passionate about what it means to find your soulmate. So that's how this journey to a cult started. Every cult starts with a narcissist. Oh yeah. In my opinion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the narcissist is like, Hmm, how can I come up with a way to get money and get people to follow me and do whatever I want? And, And I think you're right. I think that, you know, they, they, um, were so obsessed with how many followers that they were getting. And I think that he is definitely a narcissist. And I think she has to be also to even allow what this, what level this went to. Um, Well, I also think he has a pretty good control on her. Just it's about manipulation and brainwashing. Yeah, dude, that, that, that dude is a whack job. First of all, he said like one of the things when, you know, this is very basic. Um, he said that when you have your twin flame, that there should never be a moment where you say no to sex. (laughs) It's unexcusable. Yeah. Um, there's a lot, uh, there's a lot there that this dude, um, and what a lot of uh, what a lot of the cult leaders do is they take religion and um, ancient teachings and philosophy and things like that, and they just tweak it and manipulate it in a way to where they can control people and get what they want out of it. So basically, he's saying when you're with your partner, um, whether you're married or in a relationship. Uh, you know, if they, anytime they want to have sex, you have to abide by that Mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. what he's saying. Yeah. And, you know, he started off with, you know, I felt like they built like the basic rules, you know, their, their fundamentals. And then it went from these basic fundamentals of what they believe to then their group got so big and they were, you know, had so many followers that then they were, telling people who they, who their twin flame was. So they were introducing people within their group and matching them. Yeah. Cause it originally started, it's up to you to find your twin flame. Mm-hmm. There's one out there for everybody to where people who were struggling to make this all work, then they had to pick a, tenf- a twin flame for them. Right. And you know, so say, so like, again, there's the manipulation of, Originally, they said this, but because it wasn't working the way they needed it Mm -hmm. to, then they had to do this. Right. Yeah. Because if one of their people like I tried everything that you guys said, then Jeff and her were like, "Okay, well, your twin flame is actually here within this group and they would match people. Now, there were couples within the group that did not feel any connection and they told them that they were absolutely wrong and they needed to surrender to it. Mm hmm. And these people absolutely surrendered, moved across the country to be with each other, had no like initial, you know, feelings. Essentially the same concept as an arranged marriage. An arranged marriage, right? So then 
shit even gets crazier, crazier. So, you know, it slowly like escalates, right? So it goes from the basic fundamentals, you know, how to find your twin flame to now I'm going to tell you who your twin flame is. Then now I'm going to tell you what gender you should be. Yeah. Because they couldn't, they didn't have enough of the opposite sex in the group. So they had to start matching up same sexes. However, they would tell one of the same sexes, oh, you're the masculine energy or you're the feminine energy. Mm -hmm. Which one is male and which one is female? And then they would also encourage the, um, you know, when you go and get, what is it? The sex change or, you know. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. so transition. They, transition. And then they, you know, th this group became so... Um, committed to each other and they really believed in Jeff and Shayla, Sheila, whatever her name is. It's her fake name. Um, that they were even working for free for that. I mean, they were working for their, like doing their websites and promoting them. They were making them a shitload of money, all of their followers to where they became millionaires. Yeah. And the idea behind the cult is when you go into it, you're uh, required to basically turn over all your finances and everything you own to the cult leader because they need the money to support everyone. Mm -hmm. You know, it's basically what they say, but the people at the top are the ones that are living high on the hog while everyone else is just kind of at the bottom eating rice and beans mm -hmm. working yeah, for you, free. Yeah. To be in this group, you had to show your uh, tax returns and how much money you made. You did. Yeah. Uh, it, so there, there's a part where it gets really, this one was crazy. So like when they moved, I believe it was to Michigan and they, they had that compound of it. Like they wanted everybody to live there. They were, um, telling people like, so there were some people who could not get pregnant. So they were signing donors within the group to fertile, like to impregnate other oh. people in the group. But I think that that was based off who was at the top of the list based off of income. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, now that's kind of the way I took it. Now you guys can watch it yourself, but there's so many moving parts in this and, and it's so many devastated families. I think when I watched this, what I walked away with is, exactly what you said in the beginning when we opened opened up for the show is you really need to watch your kids. And this documentary made me very sad for the people that feel alone out there that don't get the opportunity to be in a relationship or can't find that person to spend their life with, that they became so desperate that they latched themselves onto these two people and that was their hope. Yeah. And I'm surprised I haven't joined the twin flame cult. <laughs> you've tried everything I've else. Searching. <laughs> searching. <laughs> you have been, you've tried everything else. Um, well, what we should have sent you in undercover. What the what, what these cults do in order for them to work, they have to have vulnerable people that they can manipulate and control. And so Sadly, lonely people who maybe um, 
are kind of antisocial or, or introverted in a way, you know, or they don't feel appreciated or loved or feel connection. They, you know, are desperately seeking it. So in, in, you know, the internet now and social media, it's um, played a big role in allowing these people to find and search out places that they can feel like they're accepted. Mm-hmm. And what they don't realize, because they're so happy that they're being accepted and they feel valued and important and loved, they miss the whole big picture that they're just being manipulated and suckered mm-hmm. into doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These two, uh, you know, took very vulnerable people uh, that really were looking for love and um used and abused that trust and so on so many levels on financially emotionally um what their uh, sexual being was there are so many lines that were crossed and what this shows me is that when people when people are lonely this is how much people want love this is what this shows me people want love in their life so much that something like this happened to this degree yeah um People, um, I think there's a lot, there's a large segment of people that don't get the appreciation or the connection they need. And therefore, um, they seek it out elsewhere. And unfortunately, some of them fall victim to these types of things. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like, it's sad. And I can't believe that people keep falling for this time because twin flames is still going on it's still going yeah i mean it's not like someone came in and said hey this is a big sham yeah you know get out i mean some people woke up and realized that over time Mm -hmm. once they were broke and you know they realized hey the the person they says my twin flame and they told me to be with is an asshole and a criminal or and he beats me or whatever Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) but now you would think that people would be like wait a minute but they don't. They continue to get people into the and stay in these cults. It's same thing in Scientology. I mean, that's a, another big cult. And when you look at the people involved in that, like Tom Cruise, I mean, you look at that guy. He's a Hollywood icon, and everyone thinks he's so smart and he's rich. And like, how could he fall for a cult? But he is. So the the Scientology will definitely have to dive in. I need to do more like research on it's that. A, it's a cult. <laughs> okay. Well, so, you know, I've heard, I've heard that, um, but I, I, my knowledge isn't there yet to know, you know, because I, I've seen, you know, like I did watch a documentary in the Scientology where people were like stuck in and couldn't get out. And well, that anytime you're in that position to where you can't leave without being threatened. Yeah. That they to me they set it up to where like, okay, if you're going to leave, then we're going to make your life hell. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, um, you know, they scare and intimidate you into feeling like you can't get out. Well, and that's what this, um, the twin flames, this Jeff and Shayla did. Uh, they, if you did not agree with them, you were either removed and blocked. Um, the only way you could stay in the group if, is if you 100%, 100% did exactly what they said to do. 
Now, when you guys go Google this online, make sure you look um, for the Jeff and Shayla, uh, because they're like Ezra said earlier, Twin Flames is referenced also as a soulmate. So when you Google or go to YouTube, there's a lot of things that are going to pop up. But it's this, um, the Twin Twin Flames universe is what you want to look at. So the original concept of your Twin Flame or soulmate <clears throat> is basically where some people believe that there is someone out there for you. That's your person. That mm -hmm. is your perfect match. Mm -hmm. Do you believe that that is real? I think that we have many opportunities in our life with, uh, I think that, you know, when, when they say what, what, what path or what road are you going to choose? Or, you know, if you make a different decision, decision in your life, you're going to be doing something different, which you're going to encounter different people. Um, I think that love, I, I think that you can love a lot of people, but I think you're the one that you settled down with is the person that you're choosing, you know, that you have that, that extra thing with that you're saying, I want to do life with you. I want to be your partner and that you're committed to, um, because I just can't picture that there's just one there's, I mean, God built this whole, all of us just to love, like we're, we're just filled with love and energy like that. So I believe in some levels you find the person that you love the most. All right. So what, what about you? What do you think about, do you, do you have a soulmate? Uh, no, I don't believe in that. There's just one soulmate out there. I think there are certain people out there in the world that we connect with and can have a really great bond and relationship with. And I think it's up to us to find that person. And there's, there's some initial key elements that sort of um, are like the green flags that go up like, Hey, okay, this person I'm really connecting with now I'm ready to go all in and put the work in. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think, can you get to the, uh, idea of a soulmate relationship yes mm -hmm. but i don't think there's just some random person out there that is your soulmate and you're eventually going to cross paths i mean i don't necessarily believe in that yeah i mean when you so i'm with you like you know i look at my relationship with my husband and when i met him i did get you know the those the serotonin release, you know, the goosebumps, excitement, the butterflies. Um, the butterflies that's right. I can't even talk around here because yeah. I get so nervous. I'm so right. much so <laughs> nervous. But I did fall in love with them, and I am, am still dearly in love with him. Um, when you think about this, is how I try and rationalize it. You know, um, when you think about people that have affairs, right, or they leave their current spouse for somebody else, and they're like, no, but you know, I just don't have that thing. And then they end up with that person. And then this, the same thing happens again. Then they cheat on that person. They're constantly chasing this thing that to me in their mind, it is something that isn't not real. Like, yeah, there's a level of once you're in that relationship that you're going to get comfortable and you know that you committed to be with that person and you're going to do life with them. Yeah. Unfortunately, they don't, when we're growing up and in school and when you're young, 
there's no really like instruction book on how to find a person to be with and how to develop that relationship. We get a lot of it's just left up to us to figure it out. And we, you know, fall into these cliches of, Oh, I got to find somebody and settle down and have some kids and buy a house and this and that. Mm -hmm. When the reality is you really need to take a good look at your life and what you want and, you know, where you want to be in the future and, and, uh, build your own self foundation and then kind of then seek out someone to match up with in a way rather than like, Oh, I gotta go find somebody and do this and that, you know, I, and I think a lot of people jump into relationships that weren't necessarily good or meant to be because they just didn't know any better. And they thought that that's, what they were supposed to do. Some, I think people get in relationships just because they want to be with someone. Yeah. And, and a lot of us don't, I say us, I, I mean, I made the same mistake um, where you get into a relationship and you just don't understand the work or what kind of work or the right things you're supposed to be doing to make that relationship work. Mm-hmm. Therefore it falls apart. And then once you get into that realm of, where you're resenting each other, that's kind of the point of no return. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, like you have to be committed in your relationship and you know, there, there's a point of no return when those relationships do end, right. When they become that toxic or the resent kicks in or there's affairs or, you know, there's things that happen that I think are hard to recover from. And that's why we do have a high rate of divorce. Um, but we also have a very high rate of affairs, um, with very healthy relationships where the wife or the husband thinks everything's perfectly fine only to find out that there's a side piece. Is that what we call them? Mm, yeah. Side piece. Side. <laughs> side action. Right. Uh, Right. But then, you know, you like grow up, we all grow up with all these like bullshit movies about, you know, finding the perfect guy and like, you're going to fall in love. And it's all these, you know, just like Cinderella story. Yeah. You know, Instagram and social media and that doesn't help the situation at all. Right. Um, Yeah. It's just, again, it goes to, you know, if someone's going to go outside of the marriage or the relationship and cheat, there's reasons why. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, it could be the bottom line is they could just be a narcissistic Selfish. jerk. Yeah. But I think usually there's reasons why that happens that could have been prevented, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it, and it goes back to laying the groundwork of your relationship and being clear on expectations mm-hmm. and what each other's role is in the relationship and working together instead of against each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen to that, dude. Um, and that reminds me of the next cult we're going to Oh, yeah. About, right? I mean, right. We're ready to hit. Lo- love yeah. has won. Love has won is the next cult. And so, you know, there was our two cent on Twin Flames. Now, what do we got on this next one? Well, this one, just what you think. Colts couldn't, the Colts couldn't get any crazier. This might be one of the craziest ones. (laughs) This is pretty crazy. It's basically um, about uh, this woman named Amy Carlson. uh, And she basically 
started up saying that she was God mm-hmm. here on earth. And she had everyone call her mother God. And uh, she, a little bit of her background, um, her parents were divorced when she was at a young age, I think. Um, and I'm not saying that that matters, but a lot of things on what hap- on how people are the way they are stems from childhood. And I, she, I believe her dad remarried and her stepmother abused her. I believe Mm -hmm. if I remember right from the documentary. Um, and so she got into, she got pregnant, I think when she was around 18 or 19, um, she was in and out of a lot of abusive relationships. And then one day she just up and left, um, and went and, kind of well i at some point she was seeking out um what we talked about earlier online looking for acceptance and Mm -hmm. appreciation and love and so she kind of got in with this hippie group and she basically at the time i think she had two or three kids and just up and left them with her mom and went out and joined this hippie group and that's where she sort of came up with this concept that uh she is mother god on earth Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, she what? says that Robin Williams instructs her on what to say and do a lot of the time. Okay. And Robin Williams, the deceased? Yes. That, the actor. The actor. Okay. Well, and so. Miss Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. You know, it's been a hot minute since I watched this one. Um, and I know this is more fresh with Ezra, but he, you know, was saying, Hey, you need to watch this mother God. And immediately I said, you know, this, this lady is a wackadoo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't with like a capital to, do with a capital do do. Um, you know, so again, she, how did she manage? So she built a following, like people really thought she was God. Yeah. Uh, strangely enough, uh, same thing, social media, um, putting stuff out there. Another, th- you know, another thing with these cults is they come out and they say, you know, come live in an environment where it's all love, man. Mm-hmm. There's no hate. There's no arguing. There's no depression. There's no struggles. It's all about the love. <laughs> you know, we're, all we do is make love all the time and we love each other. <laughs> Come, come out here and live with us. You know, anytime someone says that and it sounds like it's too, be, too good to be true, it is because it, that's not how it works. And these, and some people uh, wise up to it and they understand and they figure out what's going on, but they prey on the vulnerable and the weak and they just manipulate and brainwash them into believing this stuff. Like these people actually believe she was the mother of God. Mm-hmm. And that Robin Williams would talk to her and other dead celebrities, uh, Marilyn Monroe and, and all this, all these crazy um, ideas she would put in these people's heads. And the reality is when I was watching the documentary, uh, because they did so much social media, there was a lot of video and stuff to watch. And basically uh, this woman, they just smoked pot and did mushrooms and who knows what else? And like drank because she, all day yeah, long. She ended up um, dying at the age of 45 from alcohol. Yeah. Drug abuse. Yeah. Uh, organ yeah. failure because she was an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And they made up this concoction por- potion thing 
it was something silver and um, it was supposed to be, she preached that if you drank this, it would cure you of cancer or any disease you had, all this stuff. So she drank this shit daily and it tur- even turned her blue because of the silver in it. Uh-huh. And it eventually uh, contributed to killing her. So, but these people believe they kept giving it. I mean, literally her skin was blue Mm -hmm. and they didn't take her to the hospital because she said, no, the hospital, you know, that's modern 3D. They, they call the world we live in 3D. And I think the world that they said they lived in was 5D or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Crazy. Mm -hmm. But anyways, they didn't believe in the modern medicine. all that. They just thought you just drink this silver shit. And it'll cure it, and, and you, and then you look like a Smurf. Yes, uh, and it, you know, she basically became a drug addict, um, an alcoholic, and then she was drinking this silver shit every day, and it eventually killed her. And but and, what's but crazy was when she nobody left her when she was going like doing doing all this. Yeah, they couldn't figure out that this woman needs to go to the hospital. Number one, she's dying, but. She said that after she died, she was going to rise again like Jesus, mm-hmm. and this starship was going to come and pick her up. So after they, after she died, they carried her around for two weeks, I had her think, thinking this starship was going to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and these are when you talk when they interview these people in this documentary, they seem like kind of normal people. Like mm-hmm. that's what blows my mind is like. How are you buying into this? Like, I don't, it's so crazy. It's. And, and then get this. So they believe she's mother God. She had three children that she completely left and abandoned. Mm-hmm. I don't see that mother God would leave her children. <laughs> no. Well, it, but she didn't tell. I don't think she told any of those people her backstory, obviously. Clearly. But what I think happened I think at some point, because she had three kids, she was a single mom, she was in these shitty relationships and stuff. I think at some point she had a mental break to where she went kind of off the rocker. Did off she? Her rocker. She bonkers. And so that, I think, is what triggered all this. And, you know, again, it brings up the whole mental health thing because I think a lot, a lot of people like that and then – um, the followers, I think a lot of them struggle with mental health as well because they can't, uh, they can't quite seem to get their life in, in a, in a mentally healthy way. So they start seeking it out uh-huh. elsewhere and they're easily, because of their mental struggles, they get easily manipulated as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So her followers believed that she, had lived multiple lives that she's reincarnated and had a total of 19 billion years. She said she was Joan of Arc. Yeah. Also. (laughs) I mean, oh my gosh. So this is a whole nother one that you guys got to tap into. And again, it is, you know, here's the thing, like this person, like to me, when, if I would have met her, I immediately would have been like, you know, you're coo- you're kooky. Mm-hmm. And like you said, these people seem normal. I'm trying to figure out what it was. What did she have that she could get that much control on that? 
well, it was a, it was all built on a false narrative that come out here. It's all peace and love, you know? And sometimes I think people who are struggling with life and maybe they've had a hard go of things and especially young people where their life isn't panning out real well and they're struggling. And because they're young and inexperienced at life, they don't know how to handle it. Mm -hmm. So therefore they go down this road of if only everything, you know, only if everything was uh, puppy dogs and rainbows, everything (laughs) would be great. And that's what I need to find. You know, it's like, I see that sometimes in politics. Um, oh, geez. When you get to uh, certain individuals, they have this mindset of if everyone would just love more and, you know, coexist and everything would be fine. And that's what we need. And, and I'm not disagreeing. Yeah, that would be awesome and amazing. But I am I have a realist mindset and that's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. So you have to live and govern in a way that you can deal with that shit because it's never going to be that way. So you're constantly going to have people wanting to break down what you have. So you have to protect it in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyways, I was getting off uh, sidetracked there a little bit. I I do think though, again, some of the, the foundation, again, even with this coal is, you know, going back to what you said, people are wanting, you know, the puppy dogs and rainbows really, again, they're looking for some, like they want to believe in something. They want to believe, you know, in something bigger than them. And they're looking to attach themselves to something. Yeah. There's usually conspiracy. Uh, they're usually, they go down the rabbit hole of conspiracies and thinking that they know something you don't, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, and that sort of draws people in too, because they're like, oh yeah, you know, you know, know, they don't know, but you do. And Mm -hmm. I want to follow you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I have um, no desire to ever join a cult. What about you? Uh, (laughs) Well, you know, After watching these two, I'm out. You know, when I was watching the Love Has Won documentary, and pretty much all she did was lay in bed, smoke weed, and drink, and watch TV, and all day. I mean, why not? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. No. um, Well, you. She's the only one that really got to just be lazy. Yeah, her, and then she would pick a father god, Mm -hmm. which is basically who she wanted to sleep with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she had lots of Uh, father gods. Yeah, um, there was a rotation. Um, But, yes, unfortunately, um, there's, you know, individuals out there who are struggling because they're alone and sad, and they end up going down these roads where they get easily manipulated. And especially when you're seeking out, like, you know, what is my purpose in life? What what am I here for? Why am I struggling? Why am I depressed? Why am I not happy? You know, why is so-and-so treat me like shit? You know, when you get, when you get in that, uh, mindset, it, it, uh, it becomes very difficult to find hope and to turn things around and get your life going in a, in the, the right positive direction. So it's easily to be influenced and manipulated, especially when you're young Mm -hmm. and you're feeling that way. And that's how these cult 
people get you sucked in. Yeah. So look, people don't get sucked in. We just told you what not to do. If you're in a cult right now and need help, (laughs) email us. Tell us about it. Come on the we'll bring in a podcast. Heli- we'll bring we'll in a helicopter and drop a, a, a ladder. Yeah. Get you out of there. Uh, yeah. The, the Colts are crazy shit. Do you know, um, have you, there was a cult leader named uh, Jim Jones, um, and he formed a cult called Jonestown. Mm-hmm. And do you know that his cult is the one where he basically. Didn't they all it, walk around naked? That I don't remember, but that sounds like a cult I'd be interested in. Uh, but he's the one, that's where the phrase drink the Kool-Aid came from yeah. because he made everyone in his cult drink this like cyanide potion thing. And then they died. Committed suicide, yeah. Yeah. So that's where the phrase drink the Kool-Aid yeah. came from. Yeah. Be yourself. Stand on your own two feet. Be an individual. You don't need a big group of people or one person to... um bring you your happiness you can do it um in a healthier way that's right so we're putting a wrap on this cult we're putting a wrap on on this um you guys except for we'll be talking about odinism again i'm sure oh yeah that's that we're (laughs) definitely gonna hit on that again you guys you can check us out at on our facebook group hill of beans with ezra and casey you can email us at hfbeans at gmail.com we look forward to seeing and hearing from you on the next episode if you guys want to give us a shout out have at it on our facebook group and hit join peace